This one makes you a man. When I was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live, you live to fight another day. All right, welcome back to another special kind of sad episode of Words from Blurds. I am JT, and by my side, as always, is my homeboy, Adu. How are you doing, bud? Uh, pretty, pretty sad. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're pretty sad because um, comedian and actor John Witherspoon passed away yesterday. Um, and it's it's got the whole world, well, the whole black community, I would say, maybe even the whole world, in tears. Because he was our granddad, he was our pops. He was uh, he was just dad, you know, on uh, on Friday movies. He was granddad in the Boondocks. He was pops I in. Uh, well, yeah, but you didn't say the pops show. in the Wayans. Uh, brothers. Yeah, the Wayans brothers. You know, it's just you know, he's he's been around for like so long and been in so many shows. He was around movies. Richard Pryor when Richard Boomerang, Pryor was Vampire in Brooklyn, House Party. You know. The the guy was uh, an African American comedic legend, to say the least, and um, he will be missed. Um, take a moment of silence for actor John Witherspoon. All right, thank you for taking that moment of Live silence to with be us. Seventy-seven years old. That is. Yeah, that's a life right there. Nineteen forty-two to twenty nineteen. It's it, it. I don't know. The world it feels different. You know, it's like you don't really think about it because you, you actors like John Witherspoon. It always just feels like they're always you know they, they be around, they've been old you know? forever, so yeah. you'd always feel like they're just gonna be around. Yeah, it's just, it feels so random. To and me. did they say what the, the cause of death was? No, they said they. I mean, I know they said it was natural um. causes, but apparently he he wasn't sick or anything, so it was really just unexpected. <laughs> And what's also is crazy is the day before he passed away, I'm not sure. I'm sure you probably have seen it around. He posted a YouTube video to his to his channel of him making uh, what he called poor man's gumbo. I didn't watch the whole thing, but he, when I was watching it, what I did see, he seemed very hopeful for his future because he was talking about he was on the road a lot because he was getting ready to clear his schedule up for. Friday that they are apparently doing. I mean, I feel he... Uh, last Friday? Yeah, the last Friday. And um, they're about to do the boondocks. He was he was looking forward to the year 2020. I'm, I'm, I'm also assuming... I'm You know, I when I think about um, older people, and I'll, I'll even say he was... He called him family because my family knows John Witherspoon. He's... His uh, Friday movies are on repeat all season, almost all year round. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Friday is a classic. I mean, it is. And the sequels are, you know, I mean, they're they're funny. Yeah. At yeah. least. Yeah. Um, and um, I always think like what the the things that they're going to miss seeing, like what is the next, hopefully the next best thing after Trump, what the Friday movie would look like when he's when he's in it, you know. After talking about it for so many years, trying to get everybody to come together, what the next 
season of the Boondocks would be like with Aaron Magruder back. Are they even gonna do it? I mean, I mean, who, who could replace Sean Williams with they, his granddad? That is it. Will the my my question is: Will they replace his grand? Will they replace him as granddad? Will they go maybe um, impersonator route? Or will they maybe bring on bring in a new guardian character for Riley and um, and Huey? I don't know, but it's still a sad day and uh, well, sad couple of days for Hollywood after losing. Um, yeah, my, my first introduction to him was uh, his role as Pops on the Wayne's Brothers. You know, and Wayne's Brothers I feel is a pretty underrated. 90s black sitcom it doesn't really get talked about that much, but it, it's it's always been hilarious, and you know it's always fun to just catch reruns on MTV Two or wherever you know yeah. it comes on. Right, right, right. Who? Uh, what was your first uh, Friday introduction? Friday. Actually, you know what? I'm not. Even, no, I'll take it back. Boomerang. Mm. Boomerang actually was my was my first introduction. Another classic. Yeah, with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, and man. His, he had a great career. He actually, mm-hmm. I thought he deserved better than what is what you know. The machine that Hollywood is, uh, what they gave him. It's always important to give your roses to the legends before they're gone. Right. Because you and never know when it's going to happen. Yeah, and I, I, I'll say he was. I think he he knows how well loved he was by the community. I felt like there was. I can't ever think of anybody saying a bad thing about. John Witherspoon, as a person, as a comedian, about his and he was just he was effortlessly funny. Yeah, effortlessly. <laughs> He's just Effort. one of those comedians. You just look at him and you just you know you laugh. I mean, like everything about him, like like the way he licks his fingers, the way he yeah. <laughs> bang 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 bang, <laughs> bang. You know, that. like that was all him. That wasn't like something he made up. Like those were that was all him, and he just happens to incorporate that into being funny and got a career. All right, let's move on to something a little yes. less somber. Eddie, you I brought mean, up uh, Boomerang and Eddie Murphy earlier. We did. We will be reviewing uh, Dolomite Is My Name in this episode a little yes. later on, and <laughs> also talking about uh, Watchmen. Watchmen, which is you know caused a bit of a stir around the internet lately. But to begin, we will be doing the Trailer Park Review Roundup. Did you like that? I was trying yeah, something like out with it. It's re- it's very dramatic. I like the, the, the like dramatic a, pause. Kind of like, like a video game it's type it's good. review it's good. round. It's good. Okay, anyway. Yeah, um it's a Shao Kahn voice. I liked it. Yeah, finish him. Anywho, um, we have uh, the trailer for Bloodshot, starring <laughs> fast leader, fast and <laughs> serious leader, <laughs> Ben I Diesel. I don't know why. I, th- I read it. I thought it said Blood Clot. Blood Clot? I mean, that's pretty much what his movies give me sometimes. <laughs> when he's outside the Fast franchise. That's what his movies gave me. I mean, <laughs> The Witcher. This 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 movie is it's based on a, a Dark Horse Triple X, right? Uh, is it Dark Horse? I think it's Image Comics. Image, uh, Image. I, I think. It's it, it just to me it comes off as literally every action movie ever. Just you know you got Vin, Vin Diesel in a tank top. And he's fighting some bad guys, and he loses his memory, and they mess with his memory, and the bad guys are it's like agent who was trained to be know. the best of the best, manipulated by his government to perform horrific acts he didn't know he was performing. Literally, the born identity. Thank you. That's literally what that is. But with nanites. Yeah. And probably ter- from that, that's CGI. That's CGI in this movie. 
looks terrible. Like the thing on the hand, it looked okay. I, but when he was falling off mm, off I, the building uh, from the elevator, I, mm, yeah. that looked like pure 2004 video game graphics. It did. It looked pretty bad. I wasn't. I was gonna hold it to them. I was thinking maybe it was just in the trailer, but no, nah, it, it did look pretty bad. Look, god awful. I mean, I'm. I don't know when. I think it comes out in January or something. This feels like a January uh, movie. <laughs> uh. Isn't that usually like the dumping ground for movies? Okay, January? yeah, that's my birthday month. But yes, it is the it is the the dumping ground for um, for terrible movies, and it it, it pisses me. It off. It looks pretty bad, dude. Like you know, it's funny because he th- this could oh, definitely Valiant be comics. Valiant. Oh, okay, Valiant. This could be this could easily be Toretto from Fast and Furious. I yes, mean, I gotta go. I gotta go. It might uh, as well be. I gotta go protect, uh, defend my wife's honor and kill this man. It just because she was my only fan. Nothing about it makes it stand out. You know, mm. the best we could hope for is that the movie is so bad that it's actually entertaining. Or the best we could hope for is that it's actually good and it's not bad and entertaining. Okay, I, I think that that hope has gone out the window. I, did, I, don't even I mean, yeah, no this point. is Vin Diesel. Let's I don't. I don't. Now hold on, I wasn't gonna diss Vin Diesel like that. He Vin Diesel he, has he, not he, turned in he, a solid performance outside the Fast franchise. What about what? Uh, yeah, Groot. Where you hear his voice. So, d- did okay, you not? So, so you didn't, so a tear didn't come to your eye in the first Guardians of the Galaxy when Groot died for the first time. We when he said we are Groot, that didn't bring a tear to your eye. My dude, if Vin Diesel motion caption performed that, then maybe I would consider that. But all he did was provide a voice. Leave Vin Diesel alone. You know he's sensitive. Stop that. Yeah, I know he's sensitive. A little sensitive, right. light skin. All right, let him. Let him. Let leave him alone. Okay, he he can he could he could turn in a decent performance. You no, don't know. he cannot. The trailer doesn't, you know, it's not promising. All of his movies suck. The Triple X movies. The only movie that I think what is, about is, is is passable is The Pacifier. And that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, now you tripping. And that's a terrible movie. The Pacifier, that's the one you're going to say he was good in? That's the only one he was uh it was a family movie. I mean, it made sense for that time, so yeah, that's the only one I'm gonna say he was good in, outside you, well, of the fast franchise. Like oh, a, and the Iron Giant. You, you don't like the Riddick movies? God no. <laughs> what? God no. No. Oh, Iron Giant. There you go. There, you just said it. Iron Listen, Giant. we're talking performances, not voice performances, but actual where he's on camera, which is his main job. You didn't like him in a in a in The a, Witcher? No, I didn't like him in any of those movies. Saving Private Ryan. He was not in that. Stop making shit up for Vin. He was. He was totally in Saving Private Ryan. He was totally in Saving Private Ryan. Bullshit. He played, uh, give me a second, Private Caparzo? I'm almost sure whatever role he had. Whatever role he had was very minimal. Because when you think of Private Ryan. I say that about your boy, John Wick, then you get upset. What? When I say that about your boy, John Wick. Whose name? I don't know why I can't say his name. Listen, right now. I have said a couple times now that I know he is not the greatest actor. He is great at pulling off the '90s cheese and the '90s ham, and that is where he—that's where he nails it. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him mm, be. Okay, so but you gonna Vin, let him be, but you're not gonna let Vin Diesel. Be. No, I'm not. I see Vin, how it is. Yeah, see how it it's is. Because Vin Diesel's black. But it? guess what? Guess what? Keanu Reeves, just about every movie he's been in has been successful in some form or another. 
Besides, mm. I said just about. Besides, there was a forty-three Ronin movie, and there was also that other movie where he gets like assaulted by these two girls. Okay, that was that was knock bad. knock. That's what it was called. That knock that knock. that went under the radar though. Yeah, like, but it was e- bad. Yeah, was but really bad. but every movie Vin does is supposed to be a high tentpole movie, and it always fails. Always. Well, I mean, the Fast and Furious movies make money. Far be it from. I'm not defending their quality. I'm just saying they and make that's money. A, and that's an ensemble movie, to be honest. That's not even like a movie where I say Vin is the is the carrying performance of that whole franchise. He's literally the lead character. Eh. He's the Iron Man of Fast and Furious. Eh. I w- eh I w- he is. I would say that if he were alive, it would be Brian. Um, Paul Walker would be the Iron Man. And like Vin would be like the sucky Thor wow. character from Thor one and you two. Right now. Anyway, let's move on because we got we got we got shit to cover. Yeah. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, featuring the final screen appearance of Carrie Fisher, dubbed by a monologue of Luke Skywalker, giving motivation, paired with the sinister return of Emperor Palpatine, which I still do not really agree with I, I don't know i don't think it's as simple as palpatine's just returning i can't i literally i literally that they would just do that i don't you're gonna hate this but our source confirmed that that's what's happening sorry oh my god uh, that's disappointing i really and i, I know I why don't like it and i know why why because he's ray's granddad are you serious you asked why? Well, I told you. That is so stupid. Don't do this. Yep, he's Ray's grandfather. You better be this. This better be just a fan rumor. I no, this is from true. our. This is from our source, who is always right. Oh, I guess we should put a. Should we put a spoiler warning in that too? Uh, at this point, I don't care. I mean, I'll, I'll put it. It's in not the spoiler because the movie so. hasn't come out yet. So it you might be. Technically, what we're talking about is here is conjecture and hearsay. But okay. you and I know it to be fact, regardless. Well, you can't just say it's hearsay and then say it's fact. I mean, but we, but the general audience, like, who is their source? We don't care about that. But you and I know. Okay, all right, all right bro. Anyway, right. anyway, <laughs> um, that's not true. there's a lot of a lot it's of so shots. Dumb. Ray training to be a Jedi, Ray or a Skywalker, whatever, whatever it 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 is. She's trained to become. She's training like she was in the Last Jedi. And um, we see few shots of Kylo Ren looking ominous and very gothy. Looks like 2020 goth season is approaching nice and fast. Is it, was he uh, rebuilding his mask? He as has well? rebuilt it. See, th- yeah. I don't know. That's that. See, that's the confused messaging. And that it looks like happened with me with when you. I mean, I liked now again. I'm one of the people that actually kind of liked Last Jedi, except I like for when it was so. Po- yeah, I like we we both liked except it. Except the romantic thing. Yeah, and the, it gets shot on like way too much, yeah. but it, it's kind of confused messaging, right? Because in the first movie, you had him; he had the mask, and it, he, did he destroy it? He destroyed, he destroyed it, right? it in, in he the destroyed second it. one. When no, no, he destroyed this in Last Jedi. Yeah, that's when one. he destroyed it. Yeah, so it's like I'm gonna be my words. own. I'm gonna be my own man. I'm not gonna try to live up to Darth Vader anymore. And now this one, he's rebuilding it. No, so he like, has rebuilt it. He wore. So it. he already rebuilt it. Yeah, he wore it in so the trailer. So it's like. It, it, I feel like that's almost like confused messaging within the franchise, isn't it? I mean, I think I'm pretty sure, even though J.J. Abrams says it didn't, I'm pretty sure they had to, like, change a few things for 
from The Last Jedi for this movie to just like kind of cohesively make sense. But um, I don't know. I mean, the trailer doesn't really tell me much, which is great. Uh, it's Those fine. are the best trailers. They don't tell you But it, it also is a little too vague. Like, I would love just teases of what the story is like. All I've seen is is Ray fi- is Ray running, Kylo holding a lightsaber while wet, and an evil, ominous-looking chair that looks like something from Game of Thrones. That's it. Oh, and I saw Lando sitting down. That's great. Yeah, I Everyone loves Lando. Okay, what's your what's your context? Like, just give me. Hey, I I, I heard about Han. I've I've come to help out. That's it. Just right, a line. He's trying to smash Leah again. Good God, Honestly. they're too old for that. They're Man, hey, hey, I don't put no hate on Lando's game. Anyway, you, are, did this trailer excite you at all? I mean, it didn't. I was already excited, so it's, it didn't like increase the. But did it add to the hype? Is eh? No, not really. Okay. I mean, I was already like hyped for it. I'm, I'm gonna see it. I already wanted to see it. It didn't like want me make me want to see it anymore. You know, I want to see it the same amount. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, I. Eh. It was a serviceable trailer. Um, the Jumanji: The Next Level trailer was released today, and um, it's a trailer. It looks passable. I mean, Danny DeVito is The Rock, or The Rock is playing Danny DeVito, and Kevin Hart's playing... Um, I wish The Rock was playing Danny, Danny DeVito Glover. as uh, Frank Reynolds. That'd be hilarious. That would be quite fun. Uh, who is Frank Reynolds? Are you serious? You've never seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I tried to watch Oh, it. my God. That's like the funniest show ever. How have you not seen It's Always Sunny? I've tried. I try, the first season it was just threw me off too. Bro, much. Did you, did you, it, I mean the first. Just go to the second season. It don't even matter. From then on, it's just yo. And personally, I like the first season. But you can, bro. I'm telling you, just keep watching. That show is literally like, it might be the funniest show on television right now. Uh, okay, I'll uh, I'll give it a try. Wow, that's wild. I can't believe you ain't seen this. Always sunny. I'll give it a try. Um, we got the black guy from the original movie as. Uh, Jack Black, and you <laughs> I hear Jack Black trying to put off, pull off a little black, little black accent, mm. and it's, mm. it's, it's funny to me. <laughs> is it funny or is it cringy? Uh, well, you know, to some it would be cringy. To me, it's funny. Like how how heavy is the black accent? Are we talking? It's not heavy. It's not. Is heavy. it on the scale between Iggy Azalea and Bahad Bahabi? How, how bad are we talking? No, oh no, not not really that bad. What's what's the scale on that? Um, like slightly less than Tommy from Power. Okay, that's that's not that bad. All right, I, I guess I could live with that. Although it's coming from minus Black. the New York accent. Like, imagine just a regular <laughs> black guy. Like, let's say he's does from, he say yo at any point? Nah, he's like, okay, okay. He's like uh, something like, um. Where is the jungle at? Did we, mm, this is nothing but desert. What, what is happening? Something like uh, that. I don't know. See, already that's, that's like. Where the jo- is He has a lot of the, duh. The he jock, the duh. Jo- he's playing the jock character this yeah. time around, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure I like that. <laughs> this sounds pretty cringy to me. I mean, I, I think it's going to be funny. 
I mean, yeah. I, I, I like the humor in the first one, so if they continue with that. And I like the chemistry. I always like the chemistry between The Rock and Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart playing Danny Glover is, it sounds hilarious. He's, that doesn't surprise me. He, <laughs> it, 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 it would be like you trying to talk like me. It just sounds funny. Well, what exactly is you trying to say? Anyway, the next <laughs> yeah, oh, trailer. You're you just going to move on. Okay. For, uh, it's for The Mandalorian, which it showcases quite a bit of action, a bit of the cast. And um, I feel like we've said this so many times, but it just looks amazing. It, really it does. does. It, it literally looks, it looks so it, high quality. It looks movie quality. This is probably I, I want to say this is maybe the first show that I feel personally has quality of a, has the quality of a movie. Like Game of Thrones had great had high quality, great quality, but I wouldn't say it was quite Speaking as polished as a movie. Of you know? Game of Thrones. Which Did we, you hear about what happened? We will get to that. Oh, we're if, getting to that. Okay, good. Good God, you, you just don't pay attention. Oh, I, I, I'm heated. I'm heated. But but yeah, back to the Mandalorian. I didn't include that, but yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. Um, it looks great. It's got a lot of action. The Mandalorian says one line, so, um, uh, I mean, again, he's described as like the Clint Eastwood of the Star Wars universe, so that's cool, I guess. So you're thinking like space western? Yeah, I'm uh, okay. definitely thinking space western. But, I mean, a couple of the episodes, like, one's directed by Rick Pamuyia mm. Pamu- from um, Dope, who was, oh, originally, okay. was originally attached from uh, attached to, for The Flash, and that fell through. And he, oh, we also got... The Dave, Flash movie, right? Yeah. yeah. We also got Dave Filoni, who directed, I think, almost all the episodes for Clone Wars and uh, Star Wars Rebels, and some of the, relo- the Resistance, I think, is what it is now. Mm. And he's doing this last season of um, Clone Wars too, so, and we got Bryce Dallas Howard and Taika Waititi, and I think um, I forget her name, but she's an Asian woman, and she's also like, um, I think she's leading the Obi Wan series, which is great, but it looks great. Again, I'm this this trailer not only added hype, it added hype for me, because I mean that one trailer was. It it was perfect, but I wanted more, and this gave me more without giving me too much insight into what I would be seeing. You think we're finally gonna get a live ash- live action? Um, I always have trouble with the name. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Yes. Oh Ahsoka my Tano. God, I would love that show, but I don't think not for a while. No. I mean, I think that they they probably have it because they know how rich a character she is and how much like mythology and how much history is in her character and how it intertwines with the Skywalker legacy. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure that there's talks of that, if not even maybe her own cartoon series or like a CGI series. Hopefully that's in the same vein and same tone as um, Clone Wars. But um, if they were to do a live action Ahsoka, who do you think they'd get to play her? Oh, God. Like, are we playing her... After she's left the Jedi, yeah, this Ooh. is like you know, mm. you know who uh, I would get post. Is it post Darth Vader? It, no, it would be post Pre- post the episode three. Post episode three, okay. Yeah, so oh god, um, jeez, that's hard. You know what? Anna Kendrick would be one I would choose. I, I, I was so close to saying that's what you said, but I kept it in. I, I didn't say it. Anna Kendrick? No. Is Think back to what you just said. 
Anna Kendrick is one I would choose. Never mind. You'll you'll hear it when you listen to it again. Um, but yeah, Anna Kendrick. That's a that's and, a decent. And um, Danielle Panabaker. That's an even better choice, actually. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, or her sister. I know she has a younger sister too. Yeah. yeah. So. Hayden. Hayden Panabaker. I don't know. I think her name's. But yeah. Yeah. But Both good choices. Um, so I'm excited. No, but I mean, pretty much the same choices. I, I, I would have gone with those two as well. Um, I, I'm excited for the Mandalorian. I'm excited for Disney Plus. I'm excited to see what they do with it. It's is it premiering at launch? Uh, I think it is. Okay, so it was launched the twelfth, right? Uh, November. Oh my God, that's, it's almost that's here. Next week. That's two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Excited. Now we're gonna talk about a little something called. My name. Oh, Dolomite. Oh, that is, there you go. Is my name. Yes, the Netflix original movie starring Eddie Murphy. All my life, people been telling me no. Rudy. Sometimes our dreams just don't come true. A man slam a door in my face. I just find another door. I want the world to know I exist. This ain't funny. And it ain't no brothers in it either. If I get up in that light with my own movie, I could be everywhere all at once. Let's bring Dolomite to the screen. The actors we hire, you're a bit doughier than them. Doughier? Dolomite is my name. And it uh, it centers around it's it, it, a biopic. Is, is is it a bio? I would say yeah, kind of. Or based on a true story type yeah, movie. More, more based on it's more like that. Uh, but than it, but, it, it, but it involves guy. that actual guy. Yeah, yeah. So I would say biopic. But yeah. I mean, you wouldn't call the disaster artist a biopic, right? Would you? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't call the disaster okay, artist. Okay, yeah, let's just say it's based so more like, yeah. based on a true story. Yeah, um, Rudy Ray Moore, better known as Dolomite, and it centers around how Rudy Ray Moore created the character of Dolomite and how Dolomite became an icon in the black exploitation film genre. Yeah. You know, and uh, how he took him from a, a character he would play on stage to he basically just made a movie. You know, with with just uh, his friends, people he knew, like a skeleton. He financed crew. it. This, this he financed it himself. This was literally a story about not letting anybody tell you you can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's honestly it was mad and inspiring. And Eddie Murphy. Originally, I was gonna title this episode "Eddie's Back" because Eddie is back. He it's turns what? in an amazing performance as Rudy Raymore. Like it's it's solid. Like it's. He, he, you can tell this is this th- this was like a passion project for him. Yeah, you know, you can Absolutely. tell he really wanted to do this. Yeah, well, yeah, and he definitely gave in a very passionate performance, and I, it showed in this movie. This movie definitely was handled with love and care, and I think they definitely represented the story of Rudy Ray Moore and how he was struggling. What is he a struggling? Not disc jockey, but he was struggling. Uh, S- record store s- sales manager person. I don't think he was the manager. No, he was yeah he was he assistant was manager. manager. Yeah. Uh, sure? Oh okay. And we have and we had actors like Titus. Wait, uh, no, the one was Snoop Dogg. He, he was, was a disc jockey. Dis- okay, right, right, right. Yeah. So we had Ty- we had Snoop Dogg cameo. We had Titus Burgess, um, who you may know from uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I love that show. It's a really good show. We had Mike Epps, Craig Robinson. Like this movie was Lunell, full of, um, yes. So who's who of black actors? This and movie comedians. was 
full of nothing but black Chris Rock. excellence. Yeah. And congratulations to the cast because this movie was definitely well received. I I think by not just the black community, but people who all all over the world who have access. Yeah, that's to That's the thing. How do you do? You, how well do you think this movie would appeal to people who have no idea what Dolomite is, have no idea who Rudy Ray Moore is? Just they don't know anything about any any of this because I feel like it even appeals to people like that. Yeah, see there you go, and it still appealed to you. Yeah, I didn't, and it appealed to me because it was a story about a man who who had a dream. He was told, you know, the dream was going to come true. He was given the key to the kingdom, and then the kingdom up went up in smoke. Told no over and over and over again. He was told he couldn't be funny. He was told he wasn't funny. And he was told he was just never going to be the star that he had envisioned himself He wasn't himself the leading man type of guy, you know, just something. He, he was out like, of you shape. know what, I'm going I'm to I'm just go out and do it, you know, see what happens. Yeah, my man was out of shape, and he posed naked on several <laughs> several covers. That's body talk, positivity for you Talk right about the balls on this guy. Good for him. Like, literally, he was naked with women. He was like, you know what, I like, I don't care about my body, okay? But guess what? The girls love it. And that's gonna be on this record. Well, Rudy Ray Moore, that's that's a legend right there. I wish he could have been alive to see it though. Yeah, it wasn't good, but it was just a great movie. Um, five out of five, solid recommendation. If you haven't seen it, go watch it right now. It's on Netflix. It's yeah, it's what was it? Uh, two hours, I believe. I think it was like hour fifty or no. some change. Mm-mm. Oh no, I, I'm pretty sure it was two hours. Are you? Yeah, because oh. I remember pressing. I'm looking like okay. Oh, the time hours. doesn't matter. For, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. about. Two hours, yeah. close to two hours. Um, it, you know, you even get to see at the end some of the actual scenes from Dolomite that they filmed. <laughs> it's like, well, these are real scenes. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're actually like, in the movie. I say, like, this movie, honestly, like you said before, like, when you said um, the disaster artist, yeah, I was like, this movie, like, the Dolomite movies were the room of the 70s. Although... Rudy Ray Moore was actually trying to be funny. Oh, that's kind of a that's a that's yeah. a major difference. With Tommy Wiseau, he was being serious until he found that he made more money by no no yeah it was a joke and yeah but huh. when he first filmed it he was being serious with yeah. Rudy Ray Moore he was trying to make people laugh so you know yeah okay oh my God. What, well, what was your what was your favorite line from the movie because there are a lot of solid ones in there I, I think the the classic one that he kept saying. Uh, Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. I gotta go with, um, I don't know karate, but I know how to chop a motherfucker up. Do you know karate? No, but I'm a fast learner. I can learn how to chop me a motherfucker. Action. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's my joint right there, man. Uh, oh, second place, close second place. Bitch, are you for real? Every time I saw him say that, yo, I lost it. He made me do it. Bitch, are you for real? Eddie Murphy, man, I I, I hope this leads to uh, bigger and brighter things for him. He too, doesn't want to do anything. Uh, what, he, what makes you he say He literally that? Was, did a variety interview where he said uh, he, after, what, coming to America, yeah. he hopes us to just back away from movies. because. Yeah, well, he yeah. feels more comfortable like pursuing the comedy route, like going back on. Stage. Oh, so that's even better. Yeah, because Eddie Murphy, yo, d- he hasn't no, but he legendary stand up. He hasn't performed since he was twenty seven. My man is fifty eight now. I believe in him. 
That don't funny don't just go away. It it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You're right. But how will his his humor translate? Because all his oh, humor back right in that day that. was very risque. Well, the Eddie Eddie Murphy uh, comes off to me as someone who's very self aware. I mean, he's even already apologized for certain jokes he's made in the past. Oh yeah, because he knew that shit was gonna come back and bite his yeah. ass if he didn't apologize. So I I I think he cancel culture. Could, look, let me tell you something. Dave Chappelle is still funny, and people still love Dave Chappelle. So I still think he'll be fine. Right. You yeah. know, Dave Dave Chappelle. You know, but Dave Chappelle isn't saying things like Eddie Murphy said in the eighties. Like now, that is also true. Come but on. like, I, but like I said earlier, you know, he's already apologized for those jokes. So I feel like he wouldn't make those same type of jokes that he was making in Raw. That he was making. No, in, I, uh, I, I get that he w- he would try to evolve his material. But yeah. my thing is, can he? Okay. Like, it, does he have the ability to allow his material to be as funny and relevant to today's times as compared to? the lax culture of the 80s and 90s. I think he does. Well, we'll see. We will see. Now, we're going to talk about a little show that premiered uh, a little while ago called... HBO's Watchmen. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Watchmen on HBO. People who wear masks are driven by trauma. They're obsessed with justice because of some injustice they suffered. Ergo, the mask, it hides the pain. I wear the mask to protect myself. Right, from the pain. There was a cavalry involved shooting last night. You gonna give me the speech now? What speech? I should calm down, take a breath, before we're at war again. No. There's a guy in my trunk. Delightful. Wow, was this show great? It's I just want to a just, lot. It's uh, it, there's a lot of themes in this show. How familiar are you with the Watchmen franchise? I'm f- fairly familiar. So you've seen the movie? Have you read the books? I have a little. Okay, because I I I did. I've done neither. You've, you've seen not? You haven't seen the movies at all? Nope. You haven't seen the three hour nope. uh, masterpiece that is the director's cut? Nope. God, you suck. So I basically went in like this is coming from you the went perspective. In blind? I mean, not totally blind. I'm aware of things that happen in the franchise, like how it's basically like an alternate history of the world where yeah. um where Nixon yeah Nixon uh, never, stayed in office. Yeah, he never left. Uh, doc, I know about the, the characters like Rorschach and Doctor Manhattan. Uh, the actor Robert Redford becoming president. So I know certain pl- important plot points, which the. Before you watch this TV show, it is very, very important to at least be somewhat familiar with this franchise because if not, you're going to be completely lost. You'll be lost in the wind. Very lost. But if you so are like me and uh, do a little bit, then you and you know some, this show feels like the best follow-up that there could be to this franchise, to this comic series. I think. What do you think or do? You think it's, I think it's a worthy success? very well done so far. I've... He's seen the first two episodes. I've seen one and a half. So um, as far as what they put out so far, it's very well done. Uh, it, it, it's important to note that the original Watchmen took place in 86? Some, some, uh, let's just say mid-80s. Yeah, mid-80s. mid-80s. And uh, this Watchmen television show is the same universe, just current year. So 
as far for now, I doubt you're gonna see any of like the movie characters show up. Besides Doctor Manhattan and possibly and Ozymandias. Uh, yeah, possibly. Is it confirmed or is that still? That is confirmed. Rumor? Oh, it's confirmed. So Jeremy Iron is is definitely Ozymandias. Yes. Okay, and um, he does a great job. Regina King is amazing as, as Mother Night. No, Sister Night. Sister, bro. God damn it! <laughs> I Sister hate Knight. Thursdays. <laughs> I'm wrong about everything on the third oh, yeah, Regina, Sister Regina Knight. King. Again, I'm so glad she's getting her roses now because Regina King has been doing this for a long time. Regina King is 48, and she is doing it better than anybody. Stays working. This woman, what she was just in, what was that um, that show on Netflix about uh, her daughter being murdered or something? Some Somebody being murdered? I have no idea what you're talking about. Jesus Christ. The, only, the last thing I remember seeing her in was um, that movie based on that book. It was a it was a it was a black movie. It was uh it had a long title. Um I can't I can't for the life of me remember what it was called. Y'all y'all know who I, what I'm talking about. She won an award for it, so it was recent. Um but anyway Uh oh if Bill Street could talk There you go, if Bill Street could talk. And she was really good in that. And she was in seven seconds. That's the series I'm, I'm the series I'm talking about. Seven seconds on Netflix. Yeah. She was on the leftovers. She's been you know, on poetic, she's been in poetic justice this Christmas. She's Riley and Huey. Ray. I mean, I mean, the woman has nothing but talent oozing mm-hmm. from her from her pores. And in this movie, um, which you'll you, see, I mean, in, in this series, and, and, and Louis Gossett Jr., Tim Blake Nelson, Yaha Abdul, Black Manta, <laughs> Black Manta's yeah, in yeah. here. Yeah, it's, it's a stacked cast you got for this show. Yeah, then Don Johnson, you know, Andrew Howard, Francis Fisher, Louis Cosette Jr., and Tim Blake Nelson. I mean, my God, a lot of A-listers here, okay? Yeah. A lot of A-list indie talent, I just want to say. all these, A lot of these people are indie talents, um, and boy, do they knock it out of the park. Now, if you have not watched any of Watchmen and you're playing on it where you're probably going to get into some slight plot details, right? Very slight. We are? Okay, so just, you know, caution. You know, spoiler warning. uh, Watch it, then come back. All right, so they start out the first episode. In Tulsa. The first episode with the Black Wall Street Massacre. massacre. I was like, okay, so we're getting real, real. And, you know, it was very... It, see, as someone who's known that Black Wall Street was a thing, uh, 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 which it's shocking that this isn't like a bigger thing that is like taught in schools. I've known about it. Did, were you, you were, I'm sure yes, you've known about, about it too. It, yes. it's, it was interesting to see people go like, was that a thing that happened? And then they look it up and it's like, what? That actually happened? Yo. And the uproar this has caused. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just... A lot of uh, 2019 and 20 this these past couple of years have really revealed how much certain how ignorant people are about uh, certain history. Nerds and comic book fans aren't exactly the most uh, racially sensitive or aware of obvious subtext or anything like that. They kind of just take the media they consume at, at face, face value. Val- yeah, yeah, at face value. They don't really think about it a little more. What? I can't believe they turned Rorschach into a white supremacist. He wasn't a racist. and You're not getting... It's not that Rorschach was... I mean, maybe he was a little bit. But it's not so much that Rorschach was racist. It's that 
people took his message and morphed it into a racist message, which it wasn't hard to do. And maybe you should look at why that wasn't hard to do. That's the point of the character. No, when I, when I, when I think on. about the character of Rorschach, and I think about how for this series they made him a, a symbol of racism. You literally put nothing but black marks on a white mask. Like Which you're is wearing so hilarious. The, the huge downgrade from that. Because Warshak's mask in the movie, I know it actually like moves it and stuff. Moves, <laughs> yeah. It's just hilarious to see the downgrade from that. But Yeah, yeah actually yeah. like white bags. So yeah. like it, it's kind of like um, the KKK and Django. The, they uh, cut holes ooh, in what, what What is the actual, the, the Calvary with a K. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, it's just, Calvary. even, even, like I said, I don't know too much. I know a good amount about this universe, but I don't know everything about it. Mm-hmm. Even just being in the universe, it's like interesting to like watch and see what it's like. You know, you have the police, right? Uh, in their world, there it's legal for all of them to wear masks because of a huge event called the White Knight, where the Calvary got all the identities of every police officer and just you know uh, attacked Started them all at them. once. Yeah, and to see them like dressed up. Like almost like superheroes, like Matt, they're they're all wearing masks. Um, I would that 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 first scene where it, it, it oh, was getting tense, where um, yes, he was like, "Release, can you release my gun, please?" Like, yeah. the police are being policed, and I mean that's good, but in a situation like that, I feel like I find it interesting that this show appears strange. to be tackling both sides of the. Uh, of the of the political spectrum, you know, you you got them going at white supremacists, you got them going at probably the most extreme version of gun control, yeah. right? You know why that may not be the best idea. I find it it's interesting, you know, it's not necessarily uh, preaching to one side or the other, but um, yeah, everyone turns in a wonderful performance, and the first episode and a half that I've seen, I I this is a show that I'm going to be looking at for a while. Yeah, right? for a while, like uh, HBO has another hit on their hands. Do you think this is the next water cooler? "Quote unquote" TV show like Game of Thrones was. Water cooler, like you know, like the, the big pop culture phenomenon. I know, feel, that Game of I was. feel that it might be a little too political, political at this moment mm. to be as to be as welcomed as Game of Thrones was because Game of Thrones had nothing but white people. Uh, there was a select, well, there was a select few black characters. The Sullied and uh, the uh, the. Call Drago's people. We can't remember what they're called right now, but you know who we're talking Rocky. about. No, Doth Rocky, yeah, yes. exactly. Um, but I feel like it's it's definitely going to have a huge fan base, for, for, without a doubt. Yeah. And even even the way the second episode opened, too. like it did Both openings, just boom, just man. right into it. And literally, and this is it, but I feel like if you watch an episode of a show... And it ends, and you want there to be just five more minutes. That show is going to get you hooked. That show is 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 a good show, and that's how I felt after both both episode one and two. Mm-hmm. Great performances, great cast, great series so far. Do you, do you think this will be a show we'll be reviewing like weekly on its own, like we did with Game of Thrones? Or? Yeah, if we have the Maybe. time. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah. Maybe. Well, it's not a definite thing right now, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on to news. Oh, what was your rating for? Oh, five out of five. Yeah, five out of five. Five out of five. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, for sure. 
HBO Max, the new WB streaming service, revealed its release window and price with a few announcements in terms of new programs, specifically new DC comic series like Green Lantern, which we which will be produced by Greg Berlanti. They are just they have they this man Greg do Berlanti. everything, man. He Jeez. is the Shonda Rhimes of DC television. Yeah, clearly. God, this is just DC's very own anthology series starring Adam Strange and a high school drama starring heroes who don't yet know about the heroes they are destined to be. The service releases May 2020 and will cost $14.99 to those who aren't already HBO or AT&T subscribers. So $14.99, got, that is okay. That, I mean, that's a high price, but I yeah. think the amount of content that they're about Especially to push out. To Disney Plus, which is what? like $6.99. <laughs> but I think like this is going to be serious competition. Like the stuff that they're talking about, Heavy just hitters. oh yeah, just for this because HBO has puts out a lot of great content, a lot of adult content. So for them to go to DC, maybe even for the HBO Max to have some children con- related content like they did back in the day with uh, what was that? Uh, Jesus, remember that that it was kind of like claymation style on uh, HBO Kids. HBO. Family, I feel like HBO I know family. I feel like I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. Right but now. yeah, if they go, yeah. if they they're gonna have a wealth of content coming from WB. Yeah, yeah, because it's not just an HBO. Th- like, it, I get why they called it HBO Max, just you know, brand recognition. Yeah. But honestly, I feel like that that name is almost kind of uh, inaccurate because it's definitely just it's Warner Brothers properties. Yeah. You know, Boondocks, Harry Potter, um, it. Is on there. I believe they won. The, are they? Did they win the bidding war over South Park already? Or they did. They, they did. Million. So they're getting South Park as well. Five hundred million. Um, oof, that is. Uh, yeah. Is it, is South Park worth really? really oh yeah, worth it that? is. It is. South Park's still very popular. It's, it's still very much the top adult cartoon out there right now. Hmm. So you know, I, I get why it's getting there, and it's in the news a lot lately, especially, especially with, with China. Yeah, yeah, tackling the Chinese government. So you know, yeah. they're hot right now. So yeah, it don't surprise me. What do you think about the the Green Lantern series and the I'm anthology? excited, yo! A Green Lantern. And they're talking about the budget a, being over a hundred million. Are we still getting a movie? That is the thing. If they're getting, if we're getting the series, it's likely we're not going to get this, a movie. Damn. Because just like they did with um, Deathstroke when they introduced him in Justice League, they told Arrow they <laughs> who could, even remembers that they told Arrow that he couldn't they couldn't have. I Death think Stroke. they could get away with that. I mean, who honestly remembers that Justice League even had an after credit scene? Nobody. <laughs> like what? Come on I up. think we should start a what of our own. What? What was he? What did you say? Yeah, no, that ain't happening. Come on now. Yeah, um, the Adam Strange anthology series. Like, okay, that's basically Marvel's What If, but in yeah, live that's action. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, and that'll be interesting. Like, can you imagine maybe uh, them doing? Um, a, re- a live action Red Sun season or something like that. Hmm. Like the the the. Although they, I guess they kind of did that with Supergirl. Oh fuck that! <laughs> it was why it was good. I mean it was okay, but whatever. Yeah, that was really uh, Gotham well by Gaslights, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like they good. they have literally so many Elseworld stories that they can do, and I'm not sure if Adam Strange will be like the connective tissue, like he's jumping from realm to realm or earth to earth and he has to like find something or whatever Although but I, I do find it interesting that they're doing this with a character that also has the surname strange I, I just find that interesting yes given what the next Doctor Strange movie is titled Multi- oh yeah mm. 
I'm sure that's not on purpose. It just it just it is what it is. Yeah, know? the coincidence is out there. Um, I don't really care for the high school drama or dramedy or whatever the fuck it is. Well, that is my bread and butter. So I want to see what they're going to do. It's going to be pro- produced by Elizabeth Banks. Uh, I'm thinking Degrassi, but with superheroes. I'm thinking Riverdale with jam. superheroes. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I haven't watched If you've Riverdale, seen though. Riverdale, Archie's basically a superhero in that movie. That, that nigga beat up seven people on his own in the last episode. I have not seen it. I I mean that's not a major spoiler nothing but I mean bro when y'all gonna reveal that this dude's a meta like basically he, he he beat up seven dudes by himself bro like I mean, come on he has what is he is he like secretly Jackie Chan and a white man like costume? what <laughs> he's like sixteen I think still in the show Jesus Christ yeah well the the character is yeah that, I know yeah. but I, I'm pretty sure he's still sixteen but yeah like what <laughs> mm, wow. And in addition to uh, HBO's DC shows, the CW announced that they're, well, they've officially greenlit a Superman and Lois series starring Tyler Hoechlin and, what's her name? Bitsy Tulloch, who is currently playing Lois Lane on the CW crossover events. But you may, have, you may know her formerly as the female lead on NBC's Grimm. I'm mad at it. I'm always she played down Nick's fiance, uh, wife. I'm always down for more Superman. So, but this is probably the same scenario with the Green Lantern thing. If we're getting a Superman series, it's very likely they're putting that Superman movie that may have been talked about with J.J. Abrams, on, with J.J. Abrams on the back burner. Or altogether, which is kind of sad. Because mm. I, I still feel bad for Henry Cavill because he definitely I do. got I mean, the shaft. Look, he could have been a good super, uh, Superman, but he just didn't have the greatest direction, you know, on where to take the character. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, Man of Steel was garbage. So Can you just, not? You know, why do you keep doing this? You know, it's just, it's a shame. It really is. It, it's a, his, his best performance as Superman was in Justice League, and it was a characterization that went completely against his characterization up until God point, damn it, a do. It just, it, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just, you want me to lie? Man of Steel is a a gem of a movie. You piss off. It is not a gem of a movie. It, don't lie to these people. Don't have them watching it. The only movie. concern I have is that um, Supergirl, when they have shown Superman, they have made him as, I don't know if you know who John Campion is on YouTube and Twitter and whatnot. Mm. Or the term, do you know what a goober is Mm-mm. in wrestling terms? A goober? Yeah. I don't think. Okay, John. You mean jobber? Jobber, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's a goober. Do you know what a jobber? Term like, yeah, yeah, jobber. So yeah. basically, John said that they make Superman the jobber, where they make him look bad so that Supergirl can look powerful or whatever. In the movies? No, in the show, in the Supergirl show. But he doesn't look bad in the show. I, t- to me, he does. Literally. How does he look bad? What? My, my man is literally the weakest Superman I've ever seen. How? He's literally beaten up all the time. He's literally taken out of commission all the time. Oh, my God. Because like, it's not his show. I get, I get it, but he is it's, supposed you know, to be her older cousin who has a handle on things way better than she does. And he's getting knocked ar- knocked around, and she is, what, stronger like, than him? Like, come on. I mean, Super Bowl gets knocked around, too. Look, he, he, I get it, but, I mean, Jesus. This guy this guy should be, like, prolific, prolifically strong in her like to her. Not weak. And I feel as though this Supergirl series has made her weak. So I'm hoping that there's some 
redemption with his overall character because being the jobber or whatever the term is, um, I don't care for it for the character of Superman. And I would like for him really? to be bad. Because honestly, Heckman's been my favorite live action Superman in a minute. I got I got to think about do do you do we really want to count Tom Welling as Superman? Because technically, we saw him more as Clark Kent than really mm, Superman. Whatever. So I don't know if we want to count him. All the same guy. I'm, I mean, yeah, but no. I mean, you know, you're a do, you're a nerd, but you're all just the same guy. Those yeah, are just names. but I don't have like an alter ego. Where like I, I don't know, it's, you, you get what I, you get what I'm saying. He was Clark Kent. He wasn't necessarily Superman yet. Right, right. It's like it's like you right. can't he didn't like have Gotham, the monitor- right? He, uh, what what's his the actor? He was Bruce Wayne. He wasn't Batman. Yeah, but at the same time, um, Clark was performing Superman feats and Superman duties while he was in Smallville. So it was him. It was Superman just on a on a small farm town budget i mean he was doing things superman would do in um where the fuck in metropolis just in smallville yeah well yeah but heckling either way he's up there at least in my like top I, five of live action superman. i don't i really, don't even have really a list of like top him. five superman anyway uh what do we got next uh, Although neither of us have seen it for a good reason, because uh, who wants to watch it? Not for a good it? reason. I'm just busy. It is a gar. Why would I want to watch that? Pennyworth on Epics has been renewed for a season two, doubling the viewership of any show before on Epics, as well as great critic response, has made this a prequel. <laughs> okay, a prequel series to look out for. Yeah, if you say so. I ain't watching it. I mean, they don't. Sub- uh, uh, double. I mean, that don't. What's what's even on Epics? That don't surprise me. That double the viewings on Epics. I don't know. But my mom used to watch the series on Epics all the time. So, or maybe it was. Cinemax. What even be on? Ep- I mean, no shade to Epics, but I'm just you know, what do people watch on Epics? I don't know. It's for epic movies, okay? I don't think that's what it's for. I mean, good for the series. I hope it continues on. I, I may mean, give it a watch. Later. I don't know why you would waste your time about it. I'm not wasting my time. You didn't like Krypton, and I loved that shit before it got canceled. So Oh, what's that? It got canceled? Gee, why did it get canceled? I don't know. Uh, do you know? No, I don't know because no, I never watched know. it. Great. Well, and now there's no out. point because it got canceled. Whatever. Speaking of, ca- of premium cable, HBO has canceled one Game of Thrones prequel series and picked up another. Um, HBO has just picked up House of Dragons, a prequel series based around the origins of House Targaryen in the earlier days of Westeros. I'm not really mad at this news necessarily. Uh, I'm on a I'm on a wait and see approach with these Game of Thrones with this Game of Thrones prequel. But what I am upset about is the fact that D and D, D D what were their names? Benioff and Weiss. Yes. Benioff and Weiss. Uh, you know, a lot of people felt like they rushed the last season of Game of Thrones because, oh, we want to hurry up and do Star Wars. But uh, they're not doing that anymore. They're just not doing Star Wars anymore. Well, yeah, because they had, they had um, previously um, a previous deal with Netflix. Well, fuck and your previous deal because you ruined a good oh. show. I was saying why they left the Star Wars project, not, you know, why they oh, left that, oh, Game of Thrones. No, no, you, no, no. You get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, they, they, yeah. they definitely screwed the pooch. Yeah, and they just ah, let's get this out the way so we can. Just but like, I love. No, we're not gonna. It's for nothing. They ruined the last season for nothing. Yeah, they, they, they did. They rushed it too much. It really should have been ten episodes, 
They really should have been fleshed out more. There should have been a lot more consequences for other people and people throughout the series, but it was freaking it, – it, it, it brings me great anger to even talk about Look, it. Look, hey, uh, if you haven't already, go listen to our reviews of the last season of Game of Thrones. We literally reviewed every single episode, and you will see the, 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 the fury. The rage. And just the, the, the stress. And like the, the just the headache that the last season gave us, it 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 traumatized me. And to and now you're not gonna you're not even gonna do Star Wars, really. And you know what the, you know what the movies are gonna be about, really, bro. The origin of the Jedi. I would have actually liked to see that. Maybe not. From no, them. no. See, you know, <laughs> it's funny. It's like a conflicting feeling because it's like on one hand, I didn't want them to mess up Star Wars, right? Because I feel like they would because mm-hmm. we've seen what they did on their own with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you're going to mess up Game of Thrones, at least have it for, to, to be for something, you know? So it's like I don't even know how to feel. Because that was a great concept. You know, eh, depending on who does it, but yeah. Because it's like, all right, cool, they're not going to mess up Star Wars, but oh, they ruined one of my favorite shows for nothing. You know, so it's, it's a toss-up. It's a true toss-up. But um, I'm looking forward to what how what um, House of Dragons will be. Yes, that does sound very interesting. Um, I would like to. I would still like to see the first the the pilot they shot for that first prequel series, okay. which would have been around um, the origin of the House of the House of Starks. House Stark. Actually, I kind I feel like I'd be more interested in how. Well, first of all, that's my house to begin with. Second of oh, all, oh no, you just I'd said be, you weren't interested. You but just fin- that was before you said it was about how oh, start. Oh, see, you always now. Judging. I was like, okay, uh, you know, I, I'd be interested in seeing. I'd All be I more interested was, in that the than the house, uh, house Targaryen show. Yeah, I don't need yeah. to see anything about about dragon killers or or crazy people. Family, bangers. family full of albinos who like to have sex with each other. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Let's what what's the last thing you do? What is the last thing? Joker. The Life That Still Has Legs is officially the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. Beating both Deadpool 1 and 2, coming in at over $856 million USD. Wait, no, that's not USD, is it? Yeah, USD worldwide. $856 million. That's a huge hunk of change. It's, it's, It's a lot of money. And, you know... Um, we gave Joker a good review. I feel like we both gave, we both yeah gave we gave it a great I think review. I might, yeah, five out of five, five out for of both five. of us. You you try to throw a loop and say, uh, you well, know, Suicide Squad. You know, I, I I do I did bring up the scores for a reason because I I thought about it, Stop. and I I don't know I I I needed some time to absorb it. And, you know, like it happened with me with Suicide Squad where, you know, I walked Okay, out. we get it. It's still a five out of five. I just, I don't, I mean, I think I have to say that, yeah, probably still a five out of five. You son of a bitch. I don't know. It's, you know, no, it's a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. And they're so saying that it, it could it possibly it. reach a billion. And they've officially started the campaign for the yeah, I was Oscar about to campaign. Ask. Yeah, they're, so, they're talking. They're starting awards and, talk. And about. apparently, um, Warner Brothers was very surprised at the amount of money it made. Really? And they actually they didn't really finance it. They gave like I don't I don't know how 
how to describe it. But oh, so they're making buku bucks over this. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they gave it like option for other people, like indiv- independent people to help finance it or something. I don't know, but they didn't even have like confidence in it at all making money. Mm, interesting. They were really surprised. So that just furthers my theory that they're gonna make him do a sequel. No, it does not. Yes, it does. bro. I keep telling you, he can say no. I'm definitely not gonna do another one. All he wants. Everyone has. He a said price. he would like to do it. He oh said, well, there you go. No, he said he would like to if he had the right script and he was working with Todd again. Yeah, he's gonna do that. He's gonna do that damn sequel. No, nope. you see, making this much no, money. Absolutely, they're probably gonna turn this into a franchise. Yeah, this movie, this movie was pe- made on. You're gonna like, see a penguin movie based off of what? What's another uh, big tentpole movie like uh, Taxi Driver? You, oh, like you're gonna see a, a penguin movie based off of like Cape Fear or something. You, you're gonna see, uh, I don't know, uh, a Black Mask movie based off of Scarface or whatever. You know, watch. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna see a whole bunch of DC villain movies. I wouldn't be surprised. They're making Pe- this much money. People love their anti-heroes. Yeah. I tell you what. Although I also feel like people are kind of saying it's deeper than it actually is. Like it's got a message, but it's not like deep, deep. But no, that's what she you know. said. <laughs> Heyo, had to get one in for the show. That's what she said. Heyo, two for one. God. That's what she said. Heyo, all right, let's end, end the show end here. The show. All right, where can they find you online? I do. Just a ruiner of everything. Mm. Just you can find me Twitter, Instagram, Madu underscore man is one a two d's one o underscore m a n. Follow me at psn at admant one a two d's m a n t. Where can they find you? You can find me on the Instagram at black underscore misfit. That's black underscore misfit on Instagram with two t's. Um, you can find me on Twitter at jbat ninety seven. That's jbat ninety seven. Follow me on PSN at Mystery997. Follow the show, Words from Blurred, spelled Spell how it sounds. sounds, on Twitter, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. You can also follow us on Facebook at Real Words from Blurred. Like, share, rate, comment, subscribe, subscribe. Comments, all that stuff. We look at it. We love it. We see you. We love you. you That's the show. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Oh, also, rest in peace, uh, Representative Elijah Cummings as well. Yes, I want to shout him out as well. Um, to the honorable and kind Elijah Cummings. Yes, it was so messed up how people kept mixing up him and uh, 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 Wright. I think his last name's Wright. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. Jeffrey Wright? No, 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 not Jeffrey Wright. I say not Gordon. Uh, no, he doesn't even look like him. Listen, we're closing uh, the show out. Yeah, but no, I want to say John Lewis. There we go. People get confused John Lewis. Uh, that's the end of the show, and we are out. Peace. Thanks, Granddad. Granddad, what do you do when you can't do nothing, but there's nothing you can do? You do what you can. Oh, by the way, did you hear they're giving Ruckus a job at BET? Can you believe that? What the hell is wrong with those people over there? Damn, they'll give anybody a job at BET. I don't want one. Shoot.